<clears throat> What's up, everybody? It's Flood the Drummer, 6.07 p.m. I'm outside City Hall with Ruben Jones, campaign coordinator for Close the Creek. Just got finished giving a spirited uh, speech in front of City Hall. Uh, before we jump into the particulars, Ruben, I-, I have to address the fact that you called out the mayor and you asked others to call out the mayor. Why was that necessary? I think the mayor is irresponsible and he's a hypocrite. He ran... Uh, claim to be a man of the people, claiming to reform criminal justice, claiming to want to do a lot of positive work around reentry, and he hasn't done anything. And he's been, not only has he not done anything, he's been silent, and we haven't held him accountable. Mm. So, I'm not running for any public office, so I don't care. I can say what I feel and what I think, yeah. and I think my voice resonates with the people. And of course, we're talking about Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kinney, a Democrat. Now, people would argue with you and say that under Jim Kinney, they had the MacArthur uh, grant, they decrowded uh, some of the prisons, that they closed the creek uh, or announced the closing of the CFC, uh, and that Philly has become uh, a, a model in some ways for criminal yeah. justice reform. How do you refute yeah. that? Philly is better at looking progressive than they are at being progressive. So the MacArthur grant was actually secure under another administration. Mm -hmm. He inherited that. Mm -hmm. So did uh, the process to return the schools back to the city. That process process are already underway. So he's taking a lot of credit, and he's reveling in the glory of things that he really had nothing to do with other than riding the waves of popularity. Mm-hmm. So, but do you not give him any credit for the fact that the prisons have, that we've reduced I, prison I population? Don't, I don't, I don't. So who do you credit that to? Um, I mean, the leadership, but the mayor has was didn't direct that shit. Mm-hmm. So he came in when they had already committed to decarcerating about 34% mm-hmm. over three years. They gave a press conference two weeks ago saying that he was uh, committed to close the house corrections, but later we found out all they were doing was emptying it out. They were going to spend almost a million dollars a year mm-hmm. to maintain an empty prison just so they could hold on to these prison guard jobs uh, because of pressure from the union. Now, for people so, who may not understand what you're saying, so you, you're leading a movement called Close the Creek. Right. And you're referring to the House of Corrections. We're referring to the House of Corrections. Now, so, the House of Corrections, the city already announced a couple weeks ago, they will close it. It was a fake announcement. They announced they want to close it by 2020. Okay. Right now, it's only 140 people housed in the House of Corrections. Okay. So how can you even justify the expenditure to keep a building open that's only got roughly 100 people in it? So you're saying one. it should be closed ASAP? It should be closed ASAP and demolished. Mm-hmm. Don't keep this... They closed Holmesburg around 20 years ago and it's still staying. They still use it for emergency overflow and, and whatever else they want to use it for. So if you don't want to use it, if the prison is... O- they used this premise that it was old and dilapidated five years ago when they tried to get money to build a new prison, right? Okay. So that hasn't changed. So what makes it so usable now that you want to spend almost a million dollars a year to preserve its use just in case you need it in the future? Okay. So we think that's hogwash. They think We think they're pulling the wool over the public's eyes, and we're here to call foul on that play. So the difference between what you're asking for and what the mayor said, just so it's clear, is you're saying... Close the prison ASAP. It's not enough people in there to justify it. It's a, it's, it's wasting money. That money we could resource other ways. The city's saying we're going to close uh, by 2020, by, by in 2020 two years. but for now we're going to continue to pay into it. And even after 2020, they're going to keep continue to maintain it in case they need it in the future. Say in so they're not, demol- they're not committed to demolishing? They're not committed to demolishing, no. Okay. In fact, in city council, Alan Dom just challenged them to tear it down, said it makes no sense to spend a million dollars a year to, to, to maintain it. And Sidney Bass challenged them just to and tear it down. These are two council people. These are two council people that I'm not even a fan of. Okay. But they're making sense. And when they agree with the will of the people, I think we need to applaud that. So they're challenging the mayor. Don't do the, do the old 
three call money, John. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna close it, close means close. It doesn't mean reserved for the future use. Mm. So you felt like the media jumped on that too. I guess there's some blame for the media I, for not kind of double I mean, checking that story. The, well, it was kind of quite. So what happened when the mayor made his announcement? Blanche Carney came up maybe five or ten minutes later. And Blanche Carney is who? She's the commissioner of the prisons. Okay. And she made it clear that yeah, we're gonna empty it out. And she used the word depopulate. Right. She said we're gonna depopulate it, but let it. Be no mistake. We need to keep this uh, facility maintained. Okay. In the event that the population rises again, now I read that part. Why is that such a bad thing? If the prison population does rise, it's, doesn't it make more sense to hold on to something now rather than build another prison from scratch in case it does rise? They, they don't need to build another prison from scratch. If you want to decarcerate, that means changing the way the the city um, engages in criminal justice. So that means. Um, not charging people for certain crimes, mm-hmm. um, not asking for bail for certain crimes. That means revamping the um, probation and parole uh, requirements. Like we all saw the Meek Mill situation, mm-hmm. where because he's on probation, you know he was detained and, and given two years. Mm-hmm. Almost sixty percent of the people are housed in the Philadelphia County jails right now mm-hmm. are there because they have a pr- probation violation or detaining. Mm-hmm. Almost sixty percent, fifty-eight percent. Of the people that's housed currently We're not talking about new cases We're not talking about new crime mm-hmm. We're talking about they had a probation violation So they smoked some weed Or they popped the willy Or they did something else A la Meek Mills 58% That's an amazing number to me mm-hmm. When you're talking about Only about 40% of the people that are there Actually are charged with a crime Number one mm-hmm. And then only about 10% of them Have been sentenced So the remaining 30% could be home fighting their case, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with their families and participating in defense with their attorney. But they're denied that opportunity because they either can't make bail or some other reason. Mm-hmm. So right now, you know, to kind of just go back to your original comment with the mayor, what, as it stands today, was well, the first day of May, what would you like the mayor to begin to do that would satisfy your campaign and, and satisfy your own personal kind of civic responsibility? I would like the mayor to create an executive order saying we're closing this house of correction decree immediately. Okay. We will not reopen it. We will not reserve it for future use. We will reassign those guards who were working at the creek either in other jails or around the city working in the school district or some other um, impactful um, position. Yeah. So it's not about job. They don't have to lose job. They can so where would they go? Reassigned. I mean, like I said, school district, they, you know, they could be Offer support to the principals. They can offer support at City Hall, down mm-hmm. Center City. I mean, we can reassign them in mm-hmm. a number of uh, places. Um, How much money would the city save if they closed CF, uh, not CFC, excuse me, the Creek? Uh, and then the official term for that jail is just the House of Corrections. The House of Corrections, the official name, is affectionately known as the Creek. Why? Um, it was. I mean, there's a couple different reasons, but you know, we we set you up six Creek with dollar paddle, so <laughs> that's one reference. The other reference is it was actually built over a creek. Okay. Right? Um, back in the 1800s, by the way. Um, so there's kind of difference of opinion. But, I mean, Alan, not Alan Down, but Buckovitz wrote a... a city story, controller. Former city former controller. controller. Created uh, a beautiful report a couple years ago where he, you know, talked about, you know, the millions of dollars the city could save by ending cash bail, which would lead to close the jail. And, of course, they refuted those numbers. So the numbers are always a refute. I've heard 8 million, 10 million, 25 million. So, you know, it's a varying opinions about what the specific amounts are. But we know that closing the jail will save the city money. We know that closing the jail will create opportunity for people to be free and defend themselves legally from the comforts of their home without Mm -hmm. 
suffering the collateral consequences of being um, isolated from work, from, from you know, losing apartments, losing their children, all these things. So we believe it's a more fair, more humane approach uh, to hold the people accountable. We think you can maintain public safety while at the same time protecting the rights of the accused and honoring uh, the victims and, and families of survivors. So. Yeah. It's a, it's a delicate balance we need to strike. Okay. So just to wrap up, and uh, again, we're out, outside City Hall. It's May 1st. This is part of the May Day Rally. We're talking with Ruben Jones, who is the campaign coordinator for Close the Creek. I'm Flood the Drummer. And, uh, you know, I guess the, the thing is immediate action. How realistic is what you're asking for with the mayor? I mean, because that seems to be the target of your whole kind of, you know, your, your campaign and your, your, your words is you want the mayor to act. I feel like the mayor has been quiet. I feel like the mayor has duped us. They moved over the last month um, over, you know, close to a thousand people out of the house, about maybe about 800 people out of the house of correction. We okay. watched the population drop drastically just over the last month. So you're down to 100 plus residents at the house of correction. They could certainly either A, do uh, offer pretrial services and let folks go or B, reassign to another jail. But there's no reason to keep a jail open with 100 people in it, number okay. one. Number two... And those numbers can't be disputed that it's less than 200 people there. It, no, well, you can go on the city's website and they do a census every day. Okay, so okay. I'm using their own numbers. Okay. You know, they, they, I look at the census every day. And so for sure, there's less than 200 people in that prison? For sure, there's less than 150 people in that prison. Less than 150? Yeah, okay. for sure. Okay. According to their census. Um, but we think that people should be home and able to defend themselves with their family think it's a more humane approach and we think that it's not just about money we think that you know at the end of the day if we're a progressive city that wants to um transform our criminal justice process then we need to find a better way to hold people accountable than having them sitting in county jail for two years mm-hmm. without even being found guilty of anything mm-hmm. and then you know half of those charges end up dismissed or we know the conviction rate in this city is, is, is horrible. So you're basically punishing people for nothing. Just to be clear, though, you, the 150 people in that jail, you're not asking them to be sent home. You, you want them to be reassigned to another prison. Well, I mean, I don't want to tell the city how to manage this population. Okay. But all I'm saying is, with 150 people, how do you justify keeping the prison open? Okay. Some of them may qualify for early bail review. Some of them may qualify for pretrial service. So they might, you know, I'm not a fan of ankle braces or GPS system. But some of them may qualify that, and they've done that in some cases. Some of them, they may move to another jail. I mean, mm-hmm. there are options that they could utilize for such a small number. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about right now, the city's population is around 5,000, 5,200 mm-hmm. people incarcerated. So 100-plus people is a very minuscule mm-hmm. amount. In contrast, I'm sure they can manage 100 people versus 5,200. Okay. So, Last question. Why does this issue matter to you? For listeners who may not be familiar with you, why is this an important issue to you? It's an important issue to me, first, as a human being. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a humanist. And second of all, um, as a citizen of the city and lifelong resident. But third and most important, I'm a formerly incarcerated person mm-hmm. who suffered the atrocities and the inhumanity mm-hmm. uh, that one experiences in prison. And, you know, that doesn't mean that I don't think that people shouldn't be held accountable. Of course they should, but in a fair and humane way. So it's personal to me because I went through that system. I have friends who are still caught up in that system. And I know that the only hope they have is us out here raising our voices. Mm -hmm. It's Tuesday, May 1st, and that's Ruben Jones, campaign coordinator for Close the Creek. I'm Flood the Drummer. Until next time, I'm Drummer for Justice.